0: created by fans for the fans and thank you for joining us this is episode 68 i am your host your grumpy old school wrestling fan collector barber and musician talk wrestling tim gilbert
1: and i'm your host the architect of pro wrestling podcast funko pop fan booker andy hey booker andy yeah, didn't know.
2: <laughs> i'm also your host a no-selling wrestling indie fan and football lover jeremy
1: all right, well,
0: tonight we will be discussing the return of Adam Cole, baby. The Elite's title win, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, and more. We're definitely going to be talking some uh, some WWE stuff as far as the uh, rumored sale, the return of Vince, Stephanie stepping down. There's a lot of stuff to cover. We'll get into that at the end of the show, so stick around. Plus, we'll got do our uh, classic show of the week. Before we get started on... Uh, Today's meat and potatoes of the episode, guys and girls, uh, please go to YouTube and search The PW Fan, where you'll find our full catalog of episodes. We ask that you please kindly like and subscribe, most importantly subscribe, that really helps us out. Uh, We got merch on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash The PW Fan, five different shirt designs, and uh, I'm telling you, some of the coolest, most wearable shirts out there for wrestling right now. For all other social media, you're going to find us by looking up at the PW Fan, and uh, we should pop right up. So, I got the intro out of the way. Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you. We got a lot to talk about this week, kind of a crazy week in wrestling. So, Booker Andy, take us away, buddy.
1: Yes, it was a week that had a lot of fans, at least for one night, very scared of the future of WWE, uh, including us. Um, Oh, yeah. So starting with Rawl, uh, Rawl opened up this past week with Kevin Owens. He came out, and he began to talk about how he's going to face Roman Reigns at the Rumble, but this didn't last too long because out comes Baron Corbin and JBL. Now, I remember watching the segment uh, as we recorded last week with Jeremy, and we were cracking up because Kevin Owens seemed to get really bored with uh, Baron Corbin and JBL talking, and he just w- walked over to the corner put his head down on the top turnbuckle and just stood there like he was in timeout and like bored out of his life.
2: It was for like a good five minutes. It was like that. It
1: was hilarious though. Every single time the the camera cut to him, I thought it was just as funny as like the first time. (laughs) Um, This would eventually lead to a match with Kevin Owens versus Baron Corbin and Owens would end up winning.
2: Which I totally forgot that JBL was still there.
1: I forgot that that was still a thing. They had been off TV for a little bit yeah so big pants j b l yeah was there the whole time <laughs> big pants. he was probably on commentary Terry from what i uh remember um a little after that we had Alexa bliss come out and she stands on top of the announce table and cut a promo um talking about how she's like the face of evil and then a creepy video played, and it showed uh uncle howdy on it. Um, but the show ended up cutting to a break and we never got any follow up, but it seems like Alexa Bliss is definitely going to be tied in with this whole Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy universe at some point. And, Oh yeah. um, you know, she's still, it seems like feuding with Bianca Belair. So, but no yeah, match has been could... announced for them. I don't think for like Royal Rumble.
2: I don't think many ma- matches at all have been announced.
1: I mean, it's the men's and women's Rumble, Roman yeah. versus KO. The pitch black match. And, yeah, I can't think of anything else right now. Yeah, the pitch black match. We we just don't know what that is. Um, So then we had a Seth Rollins and Austin Theory segment. Rollins came limping out uh, to the ring for a little bit, or not limping, but he was on crutches. Uh, But turns out he was never hurt, or if he was actually hurt in the match, It was no big deal, and it was fine by the next week. Uh, So he came out to the ring. Um, Him and Austin Theory had a little back and forth. And then while they're in there, um, Bobby Lashley ended up uh, returning to uh, Monday Night Raw and passed right by Rollins, came in, and uh, gave Austin Theory a spear. Crowd was uh, excited for Bobby. Which I get his, his appeal to some people, he still does nothing for me, but um, he doesn't do too much for me either. Yeah. So All people right. are excited and it looks like he's still going after that United States uh championship. Uh we had Ms. T V with the judgment day, and um you know now Dominic has, has been to prison for a whole uh <laughs> less than twenty four hours, so he's he's con Less
2: than twenty four hours. <laughs> he, he,
1: and I, don't worry, I looked this up, guys, before uh, saying it. But he was dressed like a cholo, and <laughs> I can say it; we won't get canceled. <laughs> but he was, yeah, the top button, and hey, Andy's part Mexican. All right, that's true. Uh, and a cholo you know what was he just me of Latino gang. Like, all right, it's fine. Yeah.
2: Bye. You know what he reminded me of is like you ever see The Office when Michael Scott does prison like, yeah. Yeah, that's like, what it reminds me. Yeah, of.
1: Dominic is now acting like he's done some really hard time, and that's his whole like character <laughs> now. And uh, he came out bandana over his his mouth. Yeah, over <laughs> the face. Yeah. Um. And so they were on Ms. TV, um, and Ms. was actually kind of, you know, making fun of Dom for not actually doing any hard time or anything, and they were trying to sell it that Dom had. And Dom, he, hey, Dominic's still not good on the mic. Sometimes it's it's kind of just like
2: pretty pretty awful. <laughs> it's
1: entertaining how bad it is now. Um, but following that, while they were um, on Miss I TV, think, I think Carl he's Anderson, gotten better. You think the heel turn was really? a good choice for him?
0: I think weirdly, I kind of like it. It's almost like he's so obnoxious. I kind of just hate him. Like he's like he just looks like an idiot. I kind of it kind of works. For
2: you him. mean like he's so bad?
0: Yeah so bad. Yeah. It's like kind of so bad
1: though. Um yeah, I read today actually speaking on Dominic that he was told to smile more when he was like a baby face and that always comes off as like um
0: like you're 7.
1: No, it just, not sincere, <laughs> insincere. I guess it just like it seems yeah. like he's being like forced to do it, which you could kind of tell. Nothing, nothing
2: right. about his character seems like he's genuine. Vince is like, but that
1: it, that, that makes it seem like it's a joke. Like the I know. That he like can't sell it makes it be like it's a humorous part of the segment.
0: I love yeah. that he's like dark now and he's with Rhea. They're like pretty great together. Calls They're her weird. mommy. That's pretty great. What what is what does
2: she call her? like Dom Dom or something?
1: Uh, probably. I,
2: I just heard it. I thought it was like funny. She calls him Poppy Maybe. too,
1: and he calls her mommy. <laughs> um. But yeah, she the, so her, she
0: oh, calls him son. <laughs>
1: son, <laughs> and he calls her mommy. <laughs> um. Oh. So yeah, during Miss TV, Carl Anderson and Luke Alice came out, and that started the first match of the. They called it a tag team turmoil, but it's basically a tag team gauntlet match. Um, And in the end, Judgment Day ended up winning the entire gauntlet match. So now we're having uh, the Usos feuding with the Judgment Day, which I kind of like. Yeah, it's different. uh, Finn was, quote-unquote, injured during the match, so Dom had to step in and finish the match for him, but they ended up winning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just it's always so funny how, like, I think we talked about it last week. Things like the Judgment Day, when it first started, I was like, this is awful. And now I'm like, this isn't bad at all. Yeah. And I think like a... people like Vince, you know, always is just like, nah, they're going to end up loving it. Like, <laughs> like a lot of Vince's ideas start like that. It's just like, this seems terrible at first, and then it's just like, it becomes a thing. Yeah.
2: Well, don't, don't say that too early now, because, yeah, you know, true. he is bad. I mean, I don't
1: want any more Vince ideas, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, and then yeah, so that was the main event of Raw. Actually, yeah, was ending it with that, and it ended That's up be ended with a face off between Usos and Judgment Day. So,
2: like a heel versus heel, technically, I guess, because WWE usually doesn't do face versus face or heel versus heel at all.
1: Yeah, and I think the audience kind of like likes both groups. Yeah, they're almost they like, definitely like the Usos more. I think. Yeah, Yeah, because of the bloodline. Uh, yeah, so that wrapped up Raw. Do you guys have anything to say about any of the stuff we talked about, or I can get in straight into the dynamite?
0: Um, Let's go into dynamite. Yeah, or I would not. say just I'd say just getting the dynamite because <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like SmackDown is well, I don't know. I guess the thing. SmackDown's all... main event
1: was fantastic. Yeah. When we get into that. It, but... it,
0: it flip flops back and forth, but it felt like this week SmackDown was the bigger show. Yeah. Um.
1: And that's probably because it is, like, the Bloodlines main show that they at least... Yeah, Rome is actually on. Roaming doesn't really ever pop up on Rome. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so Dynamite, Dynamite opened up with uh, John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. Um, I would say, you know, pretty good match. Not amazing or anything, but it, it was good. It was probably on par with their, their pay-per-view match where Hangman actually got injured. Um, but Hangman ended up winning this one And he probably needed to uh, For his character's sake Though we all still don't really care for him Yeah um, I mean I feel like they're just going to do a third
2: match anyways Because it's going to be like the You know they're even now
1: Well I'd read like <laughs> Hangman like Fucked up Moxley's nose With the lair in I was the
2: thinking like that was just a story Because they made it seem like Hangman got hurt Like Hangman got hurt for real and then now they're making it yeah, seem but actually like made,
1: it seemed like he was like really out of it afterwards yeah. like something was going on so it's
2: probably i feel like, like that really was just awkward. more like storyline yeah
1: but as tim had mentioned at the beginning of the podcast adam cole returned this week thank
0: fucking god dude.
1: so apparently uh, i mean it's it's 100 percent true that if you had read on Excalibur's a sheet for the segments while they're out there, it said for that segment yeah. to be decided, which was apparently a hundred percent legit. Yeah. So the announcers really had no idea. Um, I saw that they had like snuck Adam Cole into um, backstage and all that stuff. So he yeah, had a very good cool. pop uh, this week. He was. They were in L.A. I believe.
2: Yeah, that place
1: went crazy. Yeah, they did. Um, Weird and he market, was definitely. Too.
0: That's a weird. That's a weird market for an AEW show.
1: They were. Uh, they were definitely, or he was definitely a babyface coming back uh, this time around. Yeah. Um, some of the things he said. I didn't realize he had been away six months. I didn't realize I'd been that long. Yeah. His last match was time. Forbidden Door. Uh, but he said, "I've given you nothing for six months, but you were still there for me. For that, I'm internally grateful. Thank you." Uh. He had said that he has good news and bad news. The good news was that, he, was that he was back. He said, the bad news, it's not for me. The bad news is for the AEW locker room because Adam Cole is back. Too. Yep. Because Adam Cole's back, I'm not going anywhere. Um, I know Bobby Fish didn't resign. Whatever happened with Kyle O'Reilly? He's hurt, I think. So. Is he still part of the AEW roster, though? I think so, yeah. Remember Cool Kyle? Cool guy Kyle from <laughs> NXT? <laughs>
0: Bobby Fish is out cool somewhere guy. on a Bobby Fish is out somewhere kickboxing and going on like a anti-vaccine campaign. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say
1: conspiracy theories and like yelling at people during indie shows and like yeah. the crowd and like talking yeah. shit to them. It's yeah. Huh? Um, and then wanting to fight CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Like actually fight. Um yeah, probably, he thinks bro, he's best just, friends with Triple H too.
0: Just chill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, uh, you know, I love seeing Adam Cole back. I think the show really needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as they say that they've been doing fine, it just makes it even better, whether it's it really is doing fine or not. Um, I think AEW can yeah. benefit from Adam Cole being back, and I hope they finally book him nicely. Just book him as a singles guy. You don't have to put him with the team and and all that and the elite yeah no, I
2: think we're, I think they're finally past all of that thank god
1: um, so that that was the, the I think the biggest moment um, on Dynamite was that except for the main event um, depending on who you talk to uh, we oh, have yeah. Danielson coming up next versus uh, god I always mess don't up BM, don't be MJ I, I always mess up the first name I think it's Konsuke Takeshka yeah yeah but MJF comes out before Danielson, and he cuts a promo. <laughs> uh, and he ends up... Well, one of the things he says is what I've joked about on this show before. And he said, what's your name? Is it Take-A-Shitta? Which, clearly, he watches uh, the podcast. Okay, yeah.
0: so I wanted to, I wanted to... Bring uh bring this up. Hot button issue here. So I you wouldn't think, but I guess people can't take a joke. I mean MJF's a heel. So I'm in I'm oh, a, yeah. I'm in a Facebook group with like wrestling fans and uh there was a, a, <laughs> That's guy, a mistake already. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this one's for the major pod group. It's for action figures. Oh right, right. But uh a guy was very upset in that group about it. He was like, <laughs> so we're just saying that racism is funny now and, like, all this stuff. And, like, and I was like, all right. I was like, he's a bad guy. That's the point. And he's supposed yeah. to make you bad. The,
1: oh, so that's the, a problem, but not talking about Brian Pillman's dead father. And, well, that's yeah. fine.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> But Until the, it the, Got it. the interesting thing, I think – it's more like um better than what I guess W used to do in like the 90s or even now, it's almost
1: like... they They
0: would. Did would. Division he's, like, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: literally would do I that. Was-
2: <laughs> I was going to say, they always make the foreign guy, like, you know, because he's Asian, they would make him the bad guy. And just because MJF looks
0: like a white guy is that he would be the face. Right. Yep. But now it's
1: also around. I
0: don't know if pronouncing pronouncing someone's name purposely wrong is racist. I'm just he's just maybe, he,
1: no he's, he's, so, he's pronouncing how he, it looks. He broke it up he, two, three words.
0: He was
2: definitely um, pushing that button because when he said "Speak American," I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I recently,
1: he's like, "Don't listen to these people in this in this country. We speak American." Yeah, <laughs> or Takeshka, uh oh said something in Japanese. God. Yeah, um, I um,
0: like I like it. I like the dark, the dark heel, Yeah, but me too. Clearly, it's working. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, people are like, "Why isn't wrestling like the old days?" I'm like, "Okay," but then as soon as somebody starts doing something like the old days, people are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa," too offensive. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, that's barely anything. Like Andy said. At one point, X-Pac came out in full blackface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: we've come a long way in wrestling.
0: <laughs> right, like
1: full black, like it was dark,
0: like really was bad. Dark. It was bad.
1: <laughs> who, who was he dressed up as? Mark Henry. And Mark he had like Henry a fat suit and, <laughs> on.
0: And he had a fat suit. He had a fat suit, black body paint, and an afro wig. It was oh, so
1: yeah. bad, so bad though. Oh, man. I'd be surprised if YouTube even has that like as a clip you can watch <laughs> yeah. anymore, to be honest. Um, but MJF said, like, and I thought Daniel Sam was a bad public speaker um, right. after Takesha spoke in Japanese. Uh, MJF also insulted two celebrities that were there. Ken Jeong, uh, as you might know from Mr. Right, Chow from The Hangover, who I think he's always been a long-time pro wrestling fan. And Freddie yes. Prinze Jr., as we know, is a fan. He used to Help with creative in WWE during, like, the PG era, which I'm surprised MJF didn't mention anything about his time in WWE. um, Because of that,
0: alone, stay away. Stay far away. I don't want any of your PG shit ever around. I had to live through that era, okay? I watched every single RAW, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view.
1: But uh, yeah, so then then we had the match though. Finally, of Danielson versus uh, Takeshka. and I'd say overall with the MJF segment and the match, it was it was very very good all the way through. Yeah, uh, I believe Danielson uh, submitted Takeshka. Yeah, um,
2: Maybe, like, passed out. But yeah,
1: yeah. Um, then we had Soraya and Tony Storm teaming up to take on Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Uh, During that match, Shikaru Shida came out and threw in a kendo stick, but the heels ended up grabbing it and using it, Uh, and so the winners were Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Now, I don't know if the whole kendo stick thing to the heels was intentional. You know, we talked about last week how Shida was kind of mad. Um, I did... Okay, so I'm going to go off on a little AEW tangent real quick, all right? Because (laughs) I don't think about things until I see something online, but... (laughs) So, like, for the, for this whole, like, Soraya's partner and stuff, oh, when, yeah. they, when they were, like, hinting at it, you know, before she was like, I'll give him a front row ticket to uh, the show. It's like, if it was Tony Storm the whole time, why the hell would you need <laughs> yeah. a front row ticket? You know, so yeah. I don't know if that someone else planned, but they never, you know, it was almost like that never happened. Yeah. And then it I saw like something. And then I saw something. It was like, someone wrote, uh, it just popped up on Facebook, but I was like, oh, I see your point. They're like, I know more about, like, Elias and Ezekiel than I oh, do I about, like, Kenny Omega and the Elite. Like, basically, they're saying, like, Kenny Omega and the Elite and, like, a lot of people in AEW aren't characters. They're just, like, it, they make it portrayed like that's just them as people. It's just people wrestling. While, like, well, yeah. WWE mean- has, like, characters and things.
0: Not to you know, not to like beat a dead horse here, but that's been Corny's whole point for years. He's like, who are these
1: well, people? I listen Why to do Corny we care? like you? Yeah, I don't you listen know? to Corny like you, so. <laughs> but I mean, I still enjoy it. But I'm, I was trying to think of like actual you, people in the company stopped, that I look at like stopped, a character.
0: You told me that you stopped listening to Corny because he was so he was convic- ruining things for me. He was so convincing yeah. that he was ruining <laughs> wrestling for you. So you, know, but that's the problem. He's, I mean, he knows his shit, but no, he's like, you know, these guys. He's like, who are these people? Why do we like them? Why do we root for them? What are their backstory? I mean, there are things yeah. like that. And if you follow New Japan and the Bull Club like we did when we, you know, when that was a thing, then you know who these guys are. But if you're flipping through the channels, like you know, Jr. used to be like, he's a three time. WWF champion, two-time All-American, he would, like, give you a quick backstory, you know, like, something to, like, you know, tip your hat on, and I feel well, like...
1: Well, it's some... like, unfortunately, th- sorry, unfortunately, it only seems like the actual, like, characters or something on that show is the JAS, because <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> Chris Jericho is, like, a character, like...
2: And he has, like, a 10-minute promo explain who everyone is.
1: And then everyone else just seems like themselves, and they're just people that wrestle,
2: well, I would say in the... I don't know if you guys remember when AEW first started. They were doing those video packages at first. Like Even for Cody, they had one. I think in the very first time, Dynamite. Yeah, they were trying to um, show
0: people who, they, who these guys yeah. were.
2: And then just like, they just cut that. Then I don't know when that happened, but they just don't do it anymore.
1: So after reading that, I was like, oh, I was like, what? I have to read that. Now I'm going to like think about it every time <laughs> and I freaking Dude, watch.
0: Tony, Tony's busy right now. The Jags just want to... Playoff I can't believe they won that. Night. I cannot that believe was it was so 27-0 crazy.
1: at halftime, and then they won 31-30. To
2: Tony's he like, see, I told you, English statistical
0: so- analysis wins everything.
2: <laughs> he also has an English soccer team who's doing really well right now in the top flight league. So,
0: Yeah, and he's got it, a professional wrestling company that's really pissing me off. So, <laughs> do some, Do something to fix it. Uh, I actually,
2: I actually thought that the past two shows, like the two New Year shows, I thought have been better than anything they've done in the past. No, month.
0: no. Well, in all, in all serious, in all seriousness, the last two shows have been, have been. Have yeah,
1: been fun. and we we haven't wrapped up the Soraya, and Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hader oh, right. stuff, but um, this match was very good. It was one of the better uh, women's matches I've seen on Dynamite in a long time. Yeah. Um, I actually gave them
2: time too. They, they gave put them it like time. At, um, time
1: very much. You know, I think one of the spots that Rae did, she front-flipped off the apron down to the floor, yeah. which, you know, she she's, seems to be taking a little bit more risks. Uh, but it was a really good match. Yeah. After that, we had a JAS segment. She doesn't got to take um, those
0: risks, though. I'm just saying, man. That's true. Another this ad- JAS
1: segment was terrible. But go on, Tim.
0: <laughs> no, no, I just was going to say, like, you know, the older I'm getting, it's, like, weird, like... A couple years ago, well, more than a couple, God, I guess, Andy, like when we got really into it super heavily, like almost ten years ago now, when we got into the indie scene, I loved the moves. I was like, oh, yeah, the more the better. Crazy, like, Will Ospreay-Ricochet match in Japan. Like, I was like, let's get it all going. And it's like weird, the older I'm getting, it's like, I see a a guy like Hogan, and if you go back and watch stuff, it's like...
1: Watch Hogan in Japan.
0: Well, yeah, Hogan in Japan, like, really did... did like. I they, just... Yeah, he does awesome work, but... Let me use a different
2: example than Hogan.
0: No, no, Hogan is the example I want to use, because it's it's not the moves. I mean, this guy just... Sometimes like, simple is better. Yeah, just threw a leg up flex. As Triple H says. People were, people were losing their mind, you know? Like Walter, when Wal- or Gunther, when Gunther comes out... He basically just slaps the shit out of people, but it gets the same reaction that, you know, a guy doing a 540 splash gets, you know? It's just, it, <laughs> it just, I don't know. I think it just depends on how you present it, you know?
2: Yeah. I was just saying, you a different example, because, you know, Hogan, the type of person he is, not the wrestler.
0: <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, Hogan's <laughs> like, well, brother, me and Bubba the Love Sponge Spongewice were hanging out, dude. And then I'll <laughs> take <tell> you-
1: <laughs> But
0: uh like I was and saying then this JS segment. Making bad remarks on video, dude. And then I got cancelled for like five years, brother. But people are starting to let it go, and I'm making my return, dude.
1: <laughs> this J A S segment, though, uh we're we're early in the twenty twenty three guys, and this is this will be a candidate for one of the worst <laughs> was... segments of the oh, year, God. dude.
2: Um What are they even trying to get accomplished in this other than <laughs> Ricky Starks versus Jake Hager. Next so they week.
1: yeah, so they come out and they're celebrating and they talk about how they showed up to that what pro wrestling gorilla thing and you know everyone's talking uh, about that in, in the uh, industry. Um and um Matt Menard, uh, whatever his nickname is, uh, Daddy Magic Matt Menard <laughs> talks about how he put uh, Starks through a table and Jericho Talks about sending Action Andretti back to the Indies, but he d- didn't. Um because he's still <laughs> there. Uh so then Starks and Action Andretti come out and the back and forth were awful for one. Um even the guys that are good on the mic like Ricky Starks, it was it was just not good. Um Action Andretti wasn't really likable. Uh Ricky Starks, you know, kinda fumbled over his his words. And yeah. I the think Action Andretti thing. needs
0: to head on back down to MCW, brother.
1: <laughs> Can't take a couple more promo classes. You heard me. Well, Starks was talking about Jake Hager. Let me tell you this. He...
0: Let me tell you this right now. Action Andretti ain't no bro Keller. Shout out to bro.
1: It's true. Go bro Keller. <laughs> um, but Starks calls out uh, Jake Hager and makes fun of him. He makes fun of his hat. And then all you see is Jake Hager grab the mic and he goes, I like <laughs> this fun. hat. And they've been making fun of his fucking purple bucket hat for weeks now. And that was the best part of the entire segment. It was Jake Hager saying, I like this hat.
2: Yeah. You know, and you know, they're selling the hat and now that says, I like this hat. It really? says like it on the there. Hat,
1: <laughs> see, but you uh, know what's it... so
0: funny? The dude wore a stupid hat on TV for weeks and said one sentence and it got a be- better, bigger reaction than that whole segment. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so it was all the entire thing was just to set up Ricky Starks versus Jake Hager. Yeah. And that, that was one it. of the one things Hager said, Tim, just you're gonna shake your head. He said, "I'm gonna slap your face all over your face."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I was like, alright Um, I don't know if he meant to say that or not, but I'm like...
1: I'm going to slap your face all over your face. It doesn't make any sense.
0: I was like, did Uh, you mean... In my head, I'm like, did you mean, like, the rock? Like, I'm going to slap the lips right off your face? Like, that's a good one right there. But, like, I'm going to smack your face on your face. Like, bro, that's not... (laughs) That's nothing. That does nothing.
1: (laughs) Well, the main event of the show was the Elite versus Death Triangle. It was their final match. We all knew it would get to the seventh match. It was a ladder match for the Trios Championships. And as we predicted, the winners and now, uh, I guess, technically two-time Trios Champions, the Elite. What do you think of this match? I thought, I thought it was really good. Uh, Kenny Omega it. did a uh, one-winged angel off the ladder horizontal up on top of the Where, ropes. Well...
0: I just wanted to say I thought the match was really good. I I figured that the 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 trio of the Elite was going to get the titles back. Um and I don't mean to glance over this match cuz obviously it was a big deal. Uh I will shut up if we're going to come back to it a little bit. Are we going to talk about the Will Ospreay Kenny match?
1: We talked about it last week.
0: Did we? I just uh, did we really get into deep... I I really yeah, yeah yeah, but like I really went back and watched it. Did we talk about how like insane we talked was.
1: about it to the to an extent because I was the only one that had seen it.
0: Yeah, like now I've gone back and watched them. Those guys did every move that you can possibly do in a wrestling match. And I mean, I felt good. bad
1: for Jade <laughs> White and Okada afterwards because they had to follow that up.
0: Well, if there's two guys to follow it, those would be the two guys. Yeah. So,
1: but, but so I mean, mean, if you want to give your input now that you finally saw, it, like, sure, No, go right I just ahead. wanted
0: to. I just wanted to say real quick, and then we'll get right back to that match. Was. I thought it was a crazy match. Um, I know, obviously, like, you know, I'm a, I, look, I love Jim Cornette. I know he, but I believe it or not, I don't agree with everything he says. For a, mo- a modern style of wrestling, I thought this the match between these two guys was incredible. I mean, I don't think you can do matches like that all the time because it really does do, like, every single move, and it's like, what else is there to see? You know, it's like, I just I think Cornette actually there.
1: liked this match. Cornette likes... Kenny in Japan. No, he said that's he, funny.
0: He said well he was in in true Cornette fashion he said I've never seen anything like this. These two guys beat the ever living shit out of each other but they made it look fake and phony the whole time. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was he's like, like almost like, a compliment. It's like almost a compliment. Yeah. 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 Uh
1: <laughs> but
0: no, I really like the match. But anyway, back to this. Yeah, I mean, I thought the it was going to be only a matter of time before these guys, you know, they're through their punishment now. They're, they were supposed to have these trios titles the whole time. I mean, realistically, I really think that this division was almost curated for them, you know, to do this. Yeah. So. Well,
1: it was probably their idea to bring in the trios championships, which were already a thing in Ring of Honor.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they do have plenty of uh, trios now. Yeah. They have a huge so. roster well it makes me but.
0: wonder is that what the, the is that what the point of like having like like i love factions like i love evolution and nwo and dx and four horsemen and like even like a straight edge appreciation society like some you know more current day stuff from a few years ago but like too many is too many but it makes me wonder now like did you have all these factions because you were going to do this what we're planning we just on
1: wait it. there's gonna be the uh the quattro championship <laughs> no we no we,
0: we don't want <laughs> that just we don't do that here you just stay you keep we don't
1: do that don't do that we
0: don't do that here okay <laughs> um
1: let That's this gonna, be that's, down down gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be
0: my shirt it's gonna be talk wrestling <laughs> we't actually say we don't do that here
1: <laughs> we uh so let's get into SmackDown. Tim, you were talking about Gunther earlier. Uh, SmackDown opened up with the match that I guess people, or some fans at least, have been waiting for, Gunther versus Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental Championship. This match actually won a while. Uh, yeah. um, I was surprised, not for Gunther, but for Braun Strowman. And they did a very good job um, with with these two. It went it went probably like 20 minutes or so, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, but it was a good match. I was I was greatly surprised by Strowman, um, considering of like when he first ever started to now, and it was a really, the crowd was really into it too. Um, but Gunther ended up retaining and is still your Intercontinental Champion. Then backstage, we had Paul Heyman telling Sami Zayn that Roman wants him to face Kevin Owens alone tonight. He says, "What better way to prove yourself than you know taking him on by yourself." Uh, Rey Mysterio ended up coming back from, I guess, injury, or at least storyline injury. I don't remember if he was actually hurt or not. Yeah, I think it was storyline, right? Uh, but Karen Cross has kind of been going at him for a while now, and Karen Cross and Scarlet come out. Uh, Cross ends up cutting a promo. He says, you need goals or else I'm not sure how you would peel your old ass out of bed. Um... (laughs) He said, who do you hate more, your son or yourself, for failing to raise Dominic to be just like you?
0: Okay, I was going to take that back. For the first part where he said, you need goals, that's the only way you can pull your old ass <laughs> out of bed. I was about to say, yeah, I can relate to that. But then as soon as he said <laughs> – but then, but then as soon as you said about his son, I was like, all right, never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I can relate to that. No, I was so like, I don't says, relate to that part. I don't relate to said, that He said, who do you part. hate more – <laughs> Who do you hate more, your son or yourself, for failing to raise Dominic to be just like you? Um, do you, you guys kn- think?
2: Sorry, I was going to ask this. Like for Karen Cross coming back, is do you think he's been one of the most one of the more disappointing ones that Triple H has brought back? Because I don't feel like he's done much.
0: At yeah, all. I, I do. Or because he's... him and Scarlet as the package really shouldn't yeah. see when he came in. I thought he was going to be like this, like assassin, where he was going to come in. And basically, almost do like the Uncle Howdy character, where you're just like, like coming out, you're beating the shit out of people. I he love works. his
1: entrance music. His entrance is fantastic. Yeah, yeah but dude, but you, cool.
0: you can have the entrance and the package and the valet and like all of it, but it's like, I don't know why it's not connecting. Like it feels like it should. Also, um, he has uh, he has backstage heat apparently. Does he really? Yeah, he has he has mm-hmm. heat with uh, other wrestlers because. Uh, he uh, shaved his head bald for all that time, and uh, some of the some of the wrestlers were with uh, thinning hair and such. Or now that he has beautiful long hair, are like, hey, fuck. Okay, this. stop. You, you're not allowed to have stop. This. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop.
1: You had me in the first half. You had me in the first half, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, <laughs> he is hairy He came out this week. Hair heat. He came out this week. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw his Lucha Underground white rabbit character, but he came out this week with like the long black jacket, uh, white dress shirt, and a tie, which was similar to his look as the white rabbit. Uh, that's on, right, yeah. Lucha Underground. Um, but Ray Mysterio tried to put a 619 on him. Uh, Scarlet tripped him, and, uh, which allowed Cross to put him in the Cross jacket. And Cross said, I've been waiting for this for over 10 years to get you. I guess that means they're talking about his time in Lucha Underground.
2: Yeah, if it's ten years, right?
1: I mean, I don't know how long ago Lucha Underground came out. Tim might know, but Tim actually watched it. Do you remember seeing Karen Cross there? No, okay. I mean, I, I was
0: I, I was so enthralled at that time with like seeing a guy like Karen Cross. He wouldn't have like stood out to me because I was like, I just want to watch Doors. Like, I was like so hyped to like see all these different. Masked like that's where you saw Prince
1: Puma and Prince
0: Puma, and then they did the dream match where uh Rey Mysterio came back and he was wearing his like WCW gear and he was fucking jacked and shredded. And uh, him and and, uh, Prince Puma had a match, and like so, dude, Lucha Underground in its like prime was so it was on Netflix. Um, yeah, I would watch it on Netflix.
1: Yeah, it was like a they season. Did. It was like considered like a season, like episode one. Yeah, they did
0: seasons. Yeah, it
2: was. They did some crazy stunts in that show. Like Johnny they Mingo. jumped off of like side of like their building and like whatever they filmed it in, mm-hmm. and they would like climb up on like the stairwells and all that. And I was like, was,
1: was it like, ran by Conan? Um, or was he, he like the like, general like the GM, like on screen? Uh, I think he was.
0: Conan. He was involved in it. He I was involved how. in some capacity. He was in a, obviously an on-screen character and and manager. But oh man, uh, what what is the name of Conan's podcast with Disco? And uh, there's a, there's another guy on there too. I actually, something like with thing.
1: Conan, or it's something no. with Conan or something, isn't it?
0: <laughs> with K Dog, I don't know. But it was a it's a good show. Find Conan's podcast. It, it's it's a fun listen, even with Disco Inferno in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember in what capacity he was involved, but Lucha Underground was great. It was, a, it was, God, it was like 10 years ago, like you were saying. Wow. It's been a long time.
1: K100. Yeah,
0: K100. It's a good show.
1: With Conan and Disco. <laughs> we can do without Disco.
0: <laughs> what did Eddie Kingston say that one time about Disco? He was like, he was like, you ain't bad. He's like... Big Show told me about the time that he used to fart in your face. He's like, You ain't he said And then he just said he just tweeted, You ain't a man. (laughs) He said Big Show told me about that all the guys used to roast you and fart in your face. You ate a man. And then I remember I hearing that and then Brian Lass from Corny's podcast read that one time and he said, And that and that, ladies and gentlemen, is is why we need more people from the Northeast cutting promos. <laughs> um
1: so movie, I don't even remember where we left. Oh carrying cross, okay. I'm smacked that. <laughs> Someone has to keep us on track, guys. Uh, We had a Bray Wyatt promo. Bray Wyatt came out to the ring. Uh, In the ring, there was a brown rocking chair. There's a bunch of callbacks to his old gimmicks during this uh, thing. There was a brown rocking chair, um, which is obviously a callback to his time in the Wyatt family. Um, And he issued a warning to LA Knight saying, run, which is another callback to his old gimmick. Um, I think he mentioned the fiend possibly during the segment, or if he didn't, I know the fiend appeared during the like QR code stuff, yeah. um, and he he ended up saying like, uh, yeah, I mean he ended, he said Green Bay, we're here. He said, uh, sometimes all it takes is a little push in the right direction to remind you who you really are. Now, this is the week after Uncle Howdy did a Sister (laughs) Abigail. All
0: right. Hang on. I'm sorry. I just.
1: You couldn't wait. You couldn't wait, could you? I
0: couldn't wait. I had to pull up the tweet. So this is the tweet that (laughs) Eddie Kingston sent Big Show. Or sorry. Eddie Kingston said Disco Inferno. You never did the work, and the boys kept you around to laugh at you. I remember hearing a story where Big Show farted in your face. You ain't a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: God. And we're back. All right. Uh, so, pray, I'd say Green Bay, we're here. Uh, she said Sometimes all it takes is a little push in the right direction to remind you who you really are which uh, I guess the push was from Uncle Howdy coming out and Sister doing a Sister Abigail to him. He said, I am the color red in a world full of black and white. He said, I am the eater of worlds. I am Uncle Howdy. I am him. He said, I know who I am, but who are you? When the lights go out, you should run. Um, so he's kind of calling himself all the things, even though we saw Uncle Howdy as a separate person.
0: And we still and- don't know what the French fried fuck any of this means
1: I'm hoping something comes together more at the pitch black match at the Rumble I am so confused I hope so, but
0: I, I'm, I hope so. I'm very confused and then I gotta say I the Mount, the Mountain Dew match I'm like come on bro.
1: <laughs> he's been back since Extreme Rules and has still not had his first match
0: I still yeah, do like, he's been know, back since I, Extreme Rules I don't, Rules. I don't that, know what's though. happening
1: <laughs> <It's extreme laughs> I
2: know dick. Yeah, it's too cryptic. And also, did you see the rumor about like it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus uh, Uncle Howdy at WrestleMania?
1: No, I didn't see that rumor.
2: So it's like, I, that confuses me even more.
1: Uncle Bo. <laughs> Bo Uncle Dally. Bo
0: Dallas. So, <laughs> um,
1: so moving on. Sonya Deville attacked Charlotte Flair backstage hoping to get a rematch because Adam Pearce denied her one. Um and then our main event was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. This match was awesome.
2: As always between those two.
1: Yeah. If you've ever seen one of their matches before, it's always good. And this match was was really good. It started off with Zayn refusing to shake uh Kevin Owens' hand. Um By the end though, I mean the the I mean the whole match was great. Um the winner, though, was Owens because of a disqualification. Because the bloodline ended up did come did coming out. That doesn't sound right. The uh, bloodline ended out. up coming out.
0: Yeah. The bloodline. The bloodline. Did I come.
1: don't know how to talk. <laughs> I don't say that. Um, so the bloodline attacked, and they end up uh, just. Their last move on him was uh, when it comes. When, when they come, to they the come. Table. You
0: know, when they come, they come.
1: <laughs> the Point is, after they attack, Sami Zayn. <laughs> if you looked at Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn seems conflicted about the whole thing. So again, seeds being planted. Sami, you know. Yeah, almost, they showed him
2: sitting there saying, "Like I was supposed to do this."
1: Yeah, and they beat the shit out of his quote-unquote best friend, and he almost didn't put up the one. Um. Yeah, With the with the bloodline at the end. So just see where it goes from here. But they're planting seeds, guys. Um, then we have Rampage, as usual. Quickly go through that. Uh, Juice Robinson versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. Rock hard. He's rock hard, guys. <laughs> rock hard. Um, rock hard, Juice Robinson. You got to get um, hard. Match was good. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing too crazy, I thought. Uh, even though Juice Robinson kind of... Um, I believe he, like, dominated in the beginning and on the outside. Yeah. But uh, Darby Anderson winning the... and retaining his TNT championship.
0: You've heard of the Hart Foundation, but have you heard of the Hard Foundation? <laughs>
1: <sighs> All right. The Acclaim had a segment... <laughs> And if you saw the leak, they actually messed up their intro. Yeah, Max Kassner uh, messed, messed up his rap and asked the audience if he could do it again, so he did. And, of course, he mentioned something like, at least we didn't sell out for blood money, because the rumors <laughs> at the time uh, was that WWE had been sold to Saudi Arabia. But we'll get into that at the end of the show after Rampage. Oh, uh, for my-
2: Rampage, do you get um the Ruby Zoho match?
1: Ruby Soha match.
2: Remember when she was bleeding?
0: Oh, like
1: crazy. I did not, but that was the main event, so we will talk about it. Okay. Um. So the claim was out there, and um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember what they actually talked about. But the as they they were going to cement their legacy. Fame. They were yeah. They were going to cement their legacy and get you know they're in L. A. They were going to put their hands into the. Con- piece of concrete and get on the st- get a star of fame or some shit like that. Yeah. Aspoids ended up coming out and um, basically they got pantsed and then yep. pushed over okay. and got their asses put into the concrete. So, yeah. That's pretty much happened. That happened. <laughs> that happened. Uh, then we had a tag match. Eddie Kingston and Ortiz versus Kings of the Black Throne. Kings of the Black Throne is not the entire house of black kings of the black throne is just Brody King and Malachi Black. Uh I thought the match was pretty good though. They're they've been teasing uh like turmoil between Eddie Kingston and Ortiz lately. Um I'm that definitely Ortiz doesn't like trust him or
0: I'm definitely stealing Kings of the Black Throne for something for my band cuz that's a fucking sick name. It's a great name. Yeah, I'm some sa- I'm, sa- I'm saving that. I'm putting that in the save list. <laughs> For, for something. <laughs> Maybe lyrics, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but it's going to be used for something.
1: But the main event, as Jeremy mentioned, it was Anna Jay and Ty Mello teaming up against Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale. Uh, this was, what, a street fight, I believe? Yeah. Willow Nightingale was kind of dressed like a Dudley boy in a way. Yeah, I think both was, Ruby
2: uh, Soho and Willow okay. did that.
1: Uh, so was, she was busted open early in the match. Uh, I believe it happened when she was laying down in the trash can and I I think Anna J jumped off, but Ruby had to have hard cut herself in, in the trash can or something because it it poured. Yeah. It poured the entire, her face was covered. Her face looked like Eddie Guerrero's after the JBL chair by the end of the match. Okay. Um, so I mean there was thumbtacks in this match, trash cans, um Willow Nightingale. I think this is how the spot was supposed to go. But the oh, power yeah, right? bomb off the stage, uh to Anna J. Because Willow that's Nightingale that's went through the table herself. Right.
2: But Anna went she straight took on the, the floor.
1: But I feel like she took the brunt of like the power bomb, like most of the force by going through the table. Like, imagine if she just landed ass-first on the stage. I feel like the table was supposed to be meant for her, but...
2: I feel like it was meant for both of them, but she overshot it.
1: I don't think they both would have been able to f- go through the table. I mean, maybe half and half, like, maybe just, like, yeah. her her uh, calves. Legs. Yeah. All I know yeah. is it was, a, I don't it,
0: know. it was a scary spot. She was fine, and- though, in the end. It was, she was fine in the end. It was a scary spot. And yeah. it doesn't matter if you're, you know, and it, you know it, it, whatever you identify as as well. But, like, you know, uh, man, woman, like, you shouldn't do table spots if you don't feel... Like, you're on national television. You got a live audience of a few thousand people there. And you should only do those spots regardless of who you are if you feel like you could actually pull that off. And I feel like sometimes... These are the moments; it's very glaring, and I'm glad that everyone's okay. But you can tell where it's like, eee, yeah." You could tell that maybe that wasn't the best idea, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, other, other than that, like
2: overall, I thought the match was actually really good. I do too, and I, I don't,
0: I'm not big into like They're just uh, like
2: that one big thing.
0: Weird, we- the the ladies' blood thing like weirds me out in a weird way. I don't know why. Like, I do think it's badass, but like. Ruby was bleeding so it much, is. but she—I uh, thought it was cool. I liked—I liked the match.
1: Now yeah. the the winners in the end was it Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale? Yes. I'm trying to remember. I, I believe the last spot was Ruby did her finisher to tie Mello onto the tacks.
2: Yeah, yeah, she won.
1: And she got the win. Okay. Um, Destination unknown. I think it's. Yeah, name I remember
2: her. that. Yeah, because that was planned at the end, and then J R was trying to sing it. Yeah, and I was like, don't... Jay try it. was
1: trying to sing it. He, like, was, like, he was like, Ruby, doing really, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby,
0: Ruby, Soho! Destination <laughs> <laughs> is on now! <laughs> He's like yelling. Like,
1: Sassaf- Sassafras, and then, yeah, then he just
0: gets quiet and he says, Sassafras.
1: <laughs> 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 so that wraps up Rampage. Let's talk about the big story this week. Alright, we talked about how Vince McMahon is back. Vince McMahon is, is I think it's definitely genius. he's gonna he's gonna try to sell the company. Dude, he's an there evil genius. There are potential genius. buyers out there. Evil genius, all right. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon resigned from the company shortly after Vince McMahon said he was back. There are a lot of potential buyers out there. There's Disney, there's uh, the Khan family, there's Comcast. The big one and that we all thought actually happened was Saudi Arabia.
0: Mm-hmm. Con- Comcast Comcast, NBC and, Net- NBC, and Netflix. Fox, Netflix.
1: Netflix. Um, now, I, I have... You mind, read-
0: do, you, do you mind if I quickly just explain to some people why some of these might be an option? Is that is that cool with you real quick?
1: No, take over. I'm no, tired it, of talking. It,
0: the, this, will only, this, will, this, will, this will only take a minute. Um, so, the, we'll talk about the Saudi Arabia thing in a second. Um, I have my own conspiracy theory about that and i'll just say quickly that vince mcmahon he owned 81 percent of the shares or whatever but it's almost a genius So does yeah if you can find a private buyer to offer so much money that the brand can't really ref- like if they're going to sell anyway it's like make them an offer they can't refuse and then the big coup of the whole thing is And then we're just going to put you back in charge so you get your company back, basically. I mean, that is genius. I mean, like, not like it's the evil genius, but, I mean, it's genius. But uh, some of the other ones that might make sense is obviously the um, uh, NBC uh, Peacock and everything. You know, they have the WWE, you know, what is now the WWE Network. What's left of it is on their thing. So that's obviously something that would be is of interest to them. And the other one is uh, Netflix because Netflix uh, is suffer not suffering. I mean, they're still making a lot of money, I'm sure, but their numbers are lower than traditionally. And uh, nothing does more numbers than live sports even now. Like uh, the uh, NFL has that deal on, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Amazon on the Amazon Prime thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and they get huge numbers off that. Well, obviously, Netflix isn't going to be able to get number one, which is football, right, NFL. But if whenever you look at the ratings, WWE's Raw is always two or three. So if you can't get number one, why not get number two? And then, just like how we were saying that Netflix used to have Lucha Underground on their show, like, having WWE Raw and SmackDown Live on Netflix every week, I mean, I would... Definitely keep up my Netflix subscription more. If that was the case, you know.
1: I read today that if they get sold, it might go back to sixty dollar pay-per-views.
2: I don't know if those are worth it, other than like the big four. My
1: website, DM me, guys.
0: All right, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> If it goes back to $60 pay-per-views, the PW fan is becoming an LLC, and we're going to write that shit off at the end of the year. Because <laughs> I'm not trying um, so- to pay that, that freaking money, man.
1: So, okay, so I'm going to say a couple of things here. So um, a guy named Alex Sherman from CN- CNBC uh, reported that WWE hired an investment banking company, J.P. Morgan, as an advisor in hopes of completing a sale in the next three to six months. Alright. I think they're the same company or same person that the UFC used in twenty sixteen to sell. Okay. Um and so by it summer, it helps you get the best deal for for it. Yeah. Um, he also named Comcast, Fox, Disney, Warner Brothers Discovery, Netflix, Amazon, UFC owner Endeavor Group Holdings, and Formula One owner Liberty Media as potential buyers.
2: Wouldn't it be crazy if like Warner Brothers bought it?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll say this, you know, and this is the old school fan in me talking. I I don't care who buys it. I mean, look, if Saudi Arabia buys it, that's like, fuck, man, that sucks. But that's different. Yeah, that's like and we'll get into that, but if if any of these other people buy it, I'm fine with it. Just please put the video library like available how it is now on Peacock like whatever you do just please make it available so i can still still watch (laughs) put it on
1: mindlessly in the (laughs) background yeah like
0: please keep the old wrestling like make it available my god i do i never got rid of my dvds i'm about to buy a burner and if this play if this thing goes under i'm gonna have to burn you guys all the all the footage from over the years
1: this is why a DVD rack. Yeah. So you never yeah, there you know. go. They'll, yeah. Just yeah. Take no. it a,
0: they'll just take it away from you one day. They'll just decide. they say, ah, oh, you don't need uh, this anymore.
1: So, as I'm reading here, it says, both Stephanie and Triple H have decades of experience both as WWE executives and on-screen performers, perhaps making them ideal candidates to run the show. It and is are possi-
2: opposed to the sale.
1: Yeah. It is possible Vince could press a buyer to keep him around as well, but... Given the allegations against him, it may be difficult for him to find an interested party. And
0: uh, (laughs) I I did read a quote, um, I believe this was posted by Meltzer, uh, where it was said that they did meet, um, Nick Khan did meet with a Disney executive and said that, the executive said that you know obviously it's very interesting, but given the the scandal that vince McMahon gone, has gone through uh you would be basically hard pressed to find any major corporation that would be willing to put him back in charge
1: yeah, it's like we'd buy it, but yeah. you ain't coming back in charge right right yeah, which gives me hope that they look if you're a money making company all right, which or if you're a company, all companies wanna make money. <laughs> you want to make your company and and you see that since Vince has been gone, WWE's been doing very well, ratings-wise, money-wise. Wouldn't you keep what is working?
0: Well, I, I would say as you, in like keeping
1: Triple H around. Yeah.
0: I would say even more selfishly than that, from a PR standpoint, they're they're not gonna. Like a Dis- dude there's no fucking way Disney would ever put Vince McMahon back in charge it's not good for their image
1: oh if it's a company like Disney no way
0: which is which which is let's be honest this is that's what they care about so look the the Endeavor no group way. that owns
1: UFC the Endeavor group that owns UFC is thinking about taking Dana White out um right. of the after yeah. his so thing you really think that if they buy it they're going to keep yeah. Vince McMahon
0: there's no way <laughs> there's no way you're done bro you're done unless you get Saudi Arabia to buy that shit and put you back in control, yeah. like you're you're done.
1: Vince is just trying to inject a lethal dose of poison. It's me, <laughs> dude. Every, Everybody. All I want to
0: see. Also, no, I was Go just ahead. gonna say everybody's been referencing that NWO promo where he's like, if anybody's gonna
1: kill <laughs> my creation, and when, you I... and when he turns around, yeah. they cut it, and it just says me, me.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but you know, I want we'll, we'll to see Tony talk Khan about it
2: by the company, and then.
1: The WWAEW Multiversal Championship. <laughs>
0: God, yeah. I don't the the multiversal. <laughs> <laughs> the multiversal. <laughs> the multiversal championship. Dude, if Dude. they
1: did seriously, you need to have multiple shows.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I think I don't think you, you know would merge it. To it to it just would just be keep the shows. I'm not gonna lie, guys. That would be absolutely horrible. I do not want you want on like one just huge wrestling no, promotion. No, God, we've already had that for twenty years. See, that's what I know,
1: I, I know. I just want at least to get to Mania and get the Mania that Triple H had planned.
0: You want you want Triple H's, H's ma- you want Triple H's Mania at least,
1: at least.
0: Yeah. Well, this
1: you, you can a- switch things up on the road to WrestleMania. You can't well, switch up Mania on the road to WrestleMania. Well speaking I mean, of I guess the road, you could.
0: speaking of the road to WrestleMania, you know, we're all talking about going to the one in Philly and I'm like that is too much money for a sketchy ass, like, I don't know who owns <laughs> this thing. I don't know what the storyline's gonna be. Like like that or who's writing this shit. Like, I I can't invest until I get some concrete leadership under here.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. if you guys want to hear one thing about going, that we'll talk about more next week, obviously, uh, Cody is in the Rumble.
1: It's been announced with that video package this week.
2: Yeah, or no. I just saw it. He was
0: I saw it on Twitter,
2: but okay, sure so there's no number though. So if
0: you guys aren't understanding what that means, is Cody is winning the Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> and
1: look, I've still read they're still unsure about The Rock. I mean, and his plans.
2: At this point, Cody needs to win it. Then.
1: No, but even the Rock's plans for Mania. I mean, it's still unsure of of what. So.
0: They need to make the push to get the Rock. There isn't a better. You know, the last time they did WrestleMania goes Hollywood was WrestleMania twenty one. You know, and it was years ago. You need the Rock. It's Hollywood. It's the Rock. You got Roman Reigns. You got the Bloodline. You got the title. Like. Now is the time. If you don't do it, I don't want to see it next year. Like, because it's not going to be the same. You got to do it right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, while Romans the travel Chief. You got to do of, it yeah. Yeah. now. Yeah.
0: You got to. You got to strike and that tell iron the story. One. Tell the
1: story of like who's really the head of the table.
0: But the thing is, um, if if Roman if, be, if, if if the Rock isn't in it, and but if, if Roman beats the Rock, then they've booked themselves into a. In a, into a bad position, which just makes it, Roman's unbeatable at that point.
1: Like, which, so they, are you guys cool with Cody winning?
0: Yeah. The if Rumble, not, I mean? I, I think I said months ago, oh, if it's yeah. not going to be The Rock, it's got to be Cody.
1: And if it's not Cody, who would you be fine with? I'm just curious. It's probably going to be Cody, but who else would you? I have no idea, then. I mean, I don't, He's ran uh, through everybody. Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins? No, I don't want to see beat that him, again. Though.
0: We've already well, seen he beat it, it
1: because, because Heyman cheated. Heyman went back to Roman. He hasn't beaten Rollins cleanly ever.
2: I don't know. I, I was thinking one belt for Cody and then one for The Rock.
1: Dude, you just got to get it off. That's their whole problem is how do we get it off of Roman? Yeah. I don't you need know. The Rock. I think that you need them for it to be believable. You
0: need The Rock. we just be. have
1: Dom beat him. I mean, I don't know.
0: Just make Dominic beat him. Whatever. Dom- <laughs> I don't care anymore. Just have Dominic win.
1: Uh, Tim, why don't you take us out with our classic show of the week?
0: Classic show of the week this week is SummerSlam 2003, which uh, I will say it's, it's kind of a weird show, but I'm picking it because the main event is an uh, Elimination Chamber match. Uh, Triple H versus Chris Jericho, who we're all familiar with, versus Shawn Michaels versus Randy Orton, who modern day Kevin Nash
1: is. and Vers- Goldberg
0: versus Kevin Nash and Goldberg, all for the World Heavyweight Championship. It's a pretty good match. Um, I enjoyed it. It just is very nostalgic of that time period. That's why I'm choosing this show.
1: I didn't know that was SummerSlam. Um,
0: there is a fatal. So that four- means
1: four. Sorry, that means 04 is when Randy wins the title for the first time.
0: 04 is the one where Randy faces Chris Benoit for the title. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: Um and then another good match on this show. Actually there's two. Uh, there's a singles match Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. Banger. Go back and watch that. And then there's also banger a for sure. A banger, a couple bangers for sure. And then a, a fader, and then there's a fatal four way for the WWE United States Championship, which is Tajiri versus Chris Benoit versus Rhino versus Eddie Guerrero. So three three good matches on there, stacked card. I definitely recommend going back and watching it. That is on the road to WrestleMania 20, I believe. And uh, eventually we will talk about WrestleMania 20. We'll uh, we'll get into that show. But if that's wrapping us up, uh, I'll take us out. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, uh, we dropped two get those episodes. t-shirts. Get those t-shirts, Booker Andy. Uh, but we did drop two episodes last week, and we got really good numbers on both of those episodes. Thank you guys and girls so much for listening and checking everything out, and just continuing to be a great motivation for us to make this show. Uh, you know, we obviously love doing it, but now just knowing that. People are listening. It's super cool, and it keeps us even more motivated to have fun. So can't wait to be back next week, talk all things pro wrestling. Go do your homework. Watch SummerSlam 2003. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.